that time, the sports talker. Here's TJ Walker. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you here on a short edition of the sports talker here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. Sorry we didn't start on the regular time. There's It's horse racing season, so that uh, horse racing show that comes on before mine on Fridays, that's okay. You can learn a thing or two, so then when Derby and Oaks rolls around, you won't lose all your money. Uh, it will be a short show today, but we'll cover all the bases. Uh, still recapping UK losing virtually everybody, 77, 78% of their minutes from last year a great chunk of their scoring, uh, and there's always some recruiting news this time of the year. Uh, the Derby City Classic games this weekend, not a bunch of U.K. interest in that game, although it is a very good field, uh, one of the better ones that they've had, and also there's some college basketball news away from Kentucky. We'll maybe talk a little bit about Louisville. And the golf tournament is going on, the Masters, so uh, we will... Discuss that as well. Tiger Woods with actually, it's, it's funny that Jordan Spieth is just dominating. Having a historic round uh, is at 14 under, but everybody is still maybe a little bit more curious about Tiger, uh, who is tied for 12th, I believe. I guess now it's 15th uh, after going three under today. He's two under on the day. I mentioned yesterday about how he was hitting some really bad shots, but his score was okay. Today, he was hitting better shots, but I, I got to thinking, Trevor, Tiger Woods took off two months of golf, competitive golf, and now he's playing one of the toughest courses in the nation on the biggest stage, and he's 15th. That's pretty impressive, and if it wasn't for Jordan Spieth just dominating, he'd really be in contention one way or the other. Second place is is at nine under, which is you know, still seven shots better than Tiger, but third place, six under. That's within shouting distance. I know you're not a golf guy, but does that storyline appeal to you at all? Is that could that get you watching on Sunday if say Tiger's within maybe four or five shots to start Sunday? I might tune in on the last couple holes on Sunday. I don't know if I'd give it all day Sunday. I I have gotten a little bit more mature in my age, so maybe I could, you know, watch a little golf and take a nap over the weekend. But I, is it I mean, I don't want to compare. I'm not trying to downplay golf, but you say it's so hard to just. This is a course he's seen before. I mean, they haven't changed anything in, in Augusta, have they, over the last 15 well, they, years? They, they changed some little things here and there, but okay. nothing, nothing drastic. It's a much longer course than it used to be, but that's just, you know, you, you've got to do that because guys are getting better and, and drivers are getting better where they can just bomb it. But uh, Dustin Johnson going for an eagle, which would be good for my fantasy golf team that nobody cares about but me. Have you been doing uh, golf on DraftKings? I have. My friend's got a, a little league together uh, for the for the week. And, uh, you know, Trevor, a smart man doesn't know everything, but a smart man knows somebody that knows everything. And my stepdad is retired. That's and like all a good fortune does, cookie, by the way. <laughs> all, all he does is – I just made it up on the spot too. Look at me. Uh, all he does is watch golf each and every day. So I, I helped – I let him help me. And by help me, I, I let him do the majority of the work uh, in putting together a team. And, man, we were really cruising early yesterday, but he didn't have Jordan Spieth, unfortunately. Uh, but besides that, we're doing okay. And we're about halfway 
we're, we're about six out of 12 people. Uh, well, it really depends on how guys finish. If a guy finishes first place, uh, that's a ton of fantasy points. So I'll, I'll, I'll have my eyes on the golf tournament this weekend. What else do you have planned this weekend, Trevor? Um, actually, a pretty lazy weekend. No college basketball. I, I guess maybe I'll, I'll t- pay attention to maybe a baseball game here or there, probably some video games. Maybe uh, play with the dogs a little bit, but not a lot on the, uh, on the, on the Kelsey plate this weekend. No, that's exciting. I'm going to continue to move stuff into the new house tomorrow, getting internet and cable after they gave me a 10-day window of when they could come. Uh, not a window, but they, they couldn't schedule it 10 days, 10 days in advance, which was ridiculous. So they're finally coming tomorrow, and I'll probably officially make the, the move to the new house, and then Sunday probably watch golf all day. And, now, what's the and window what, they're giving you tomorrow, like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m.? No, and, and there's a certain cable provider out there with three letter initials that <laughs> that they did that one time for me in Lexington. They gave me an 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. window and they didn't get there till 9.30. I kid you not. The guy had like a little a cave helmet with the light on top of it because it was so dark outside. He had to go outside and do a bunch of work. Didn't get there till 9.30. Uh, this place, despite not being able to do it for 10 days, uh, they're generally pretty good about how when they come and, and they'll be there 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., they say. So a little two-hour window. Uh, we'll see. Also getting a refrigerator delivered that I'm not 100% sure is going to be able to fit or not. Uh, so it's going to be an exciting day tomorrow. Yes, uh, no sports besides the Masters, but there'll be plenty of ups and downs, I'm sure. There's some TV to catch up. I, you know, I'm still only on the fourth episode of the new House of Cards season. I haven't finished that season yet. I know. I'm, I'm sli- well, I got caught up in Shameless again. Listen to this, Trevor. Listen, listen, listen. I'm spoiling everything for you. No, on give me. Uh, so I get till no. Monday to watch the. How many episodes are in the season? Thirteen. Twelve, I think. So I've got uh, eight episodes to watch in two days. As if I like, I go to bed at ten at p.m. or anything like that. Uh, I think I could do that. Yeah. Okay. So Monday I, we're discussing it, right? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's been out what now since February? Yeah. I was well. I was going to do me and Yates. Uh, shout to Yates if he's listening. Uh, had a theory about connecting with television shows less when they're on Netflix when you can binge watch it, opposed to being able to watch it on or only having to watch it once a week. And I wanted, I want, I wanted to maybe try that theory with House of Cards, but I, I started. I said I was going to do that like three weeks ago, and I still haven't watched one episode. So. I think it's time just to binge it and throw that uh, hypothesis out the window. Yeah, it's probably about time. Just just get it finished. It's great. You'll love it, and we'll have something to talk about. I want to check out the new net, the uh, new uh, Daredevil uh, show they they started on there today. I had two people text me already today and say it's really good. Haven't heard anything about that, but we'll have to look into it. Uh, let's get to a little bit. We for a short show, Trevor. Maybe spending the majority of the time talking TV. And, and other nonsense uh, isn't the best yeah. way to do Depends radio. Let's show. Uh, the, 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 little, the little bit of news coming out of today, Kentucky interested in graduate transfer Mike Thorne Jr. He's a six foot 11 270-pound center from Charlotte. That's a big guy. That makes Dakari Johnson look tiny. Uh, 270 pounds is the real deal. He averaged a little over 10 points, a little over seven rebounds per game as a junior for Charlotte last year, a redshirt junior. Uh, He'd be eligible immediately. He's also hearing from Kansas, some other big-name schools. 
And I don't know the level of interest from Kentucky. I tried to reach out to some people today. Didn't get didn't get to hear back. But I don't know if Kentucky's genuinely interested or they just want Mike Thorne to know that, hey, Kentucky's thinking about you. I hope you're thinking about us just in case something happens. And I'm not saying UK shouldn't because I, I think if you got – Thorn into a real strength and conditioning program. No disrespect from Charlotte, but you know I'm sure they don't have enough a ton of money to hire some of the best of the best. Uh, you, you get him to drop 15, 20 pounds, make him a little more versatile. He was only able to play uh, about 24 minutes per game, 25 minutes per game maybe. If you're if you're allowed to get him on the court a little bit longer, run up and down a little bit better, he could actually be an impact player. Uh, my question is, Trevor, why in the hell is Louisville not looking at adding him? <laughs> well, Louisville uh, it does have a kind of a, a plethora of, of big men coming back with the seven-footers of Stockman and, and Honest Smuckmood and now whether these guys will be able to develop and be as good as maybe a, a fifth-year guy coming in, we'll, we'll, we won't know. You have Mango coming back as well. I think Louisville's more focus has been on the perimeter, i.e. Trey Lewis, who's already coming in as well as the kid out of Drexel, who they've looked at heavily, to mix in with now what is no shock, I guess, Shaquan Aaron's transfer, as well as the incoming freshman that they have in with Mitchell and uh, Adele. Yeah, I, it's just it, it seems like graduate transfer big guys, again, uh, you, you, don't, you don't see them. They're rare. And, yes, Louisville has a lot of big bodies, but just because you return a lot of players uh, doesn't mean that it's – a good thing. Well, uh, that's true. It's, why, it's like a scenario you know, about the offensive line, Kentucky's offensive line a couple years ago. My buddy, I told him, I said, yeah, you got UK, you got four starters coming back. They're all seniors. He goes, yeah, well, if they suck, it doesn't matter if they all come back. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, if you get takeout from a place that you didn't really like your meal, but you had leftovers – uh, and you and the girlfriend are talking on the way home what to go get for, for dinner, and you're like, hey, I've got leftovers, so we don't have to waste any money. It's still bad leftovers, you know? Maybe you go out there and get something new. I've done that more times than I can imagine without the girlfriend, though. <laughs> so I, I, I'm surprised Louisville hasn't. I, if I was Patino, I'd throw everything out him at him if, if possible. And then the transfer you're talking about from Drexel, Damian Lee, Thank who you. is here from Louisville, uh, he's hearing from Maryland really wants him again. If I was John Calipari and I, you know, John Calipari doesn't need my advice on recruiting because he generally Trevor does okay without my, my advice. Uh, you know, he'll call me from time to time wondering who to go get. I'm kidding. He doesn't Some people might've taken that seriously. He does not. Uh, but I would take Damian Lee in a heartbeat, say, listen, we need a three. We can slide you over to the three. You're six, six. You can shoot threes. There's a lot of playing time there. Uh, I don't see why not. Go get him. And I don't really think that should impact Malik Newman's recruitment whatsoever at all. Malik Newman's going to be a guy that's going to be a two, a two at worst, but he wants to play the one and have the ball in his hands. And that's why Kentucky's, it's going to be hard for them to get him because you already have two true point guards in Isaiah Briscoe and Tyler Eulis and Dominique Hawkins. But, you know, you push him to the side for Malik Newman. Uh, they're already having a tough sell, but Damian Lee's not a guy that has to have the ball in his hands. He's six six, and he can play off the ball. He did that at Drexel. I would, and one thing I'd I don't get about right now, TJ. One thing I, I mean, I've never watched Thorne or Lee really play. I'm, I'm sorry to the Drexel and, and Charlotte fans out there, 
But, I mean, when I just doing homework on a guy like Lee, I mean, I can see where he's wanted by many people. I mean, he's a four-year guy who's gotten better every year, and the numbers make it look like he's someone who'd be wanted. Mike, this, the big kid you're describing, I mean, I'm just the, the 10 minutes I've done homework on him, I can't see why he's so desirable. I mean, is there just that lack of big men that are freshmen left that are eligible? I mean, is it just the, the enticement of having a guy that's got experience to come in that can play right away? I mean, he doesn't strike me as someone who would be possibly impactful on a team that he joins for one year as much as a kid like Lee would from Drexel. Well, if Mike Thorne goes to a place like Kansas or, let's say, hypothetically Kentucky, uh, it's a great addition for Kentucky or Kansas. Maybe it's not the best move for, for Mike Thorne, but he goes to that play. If Kentucky could have him and just have him as another big body, and you saw how John Calipari used a lot of big guys, and in that sense you have Scalabissier, Marcus Lee, uh, Mike Thorne, and then even if you just added one more guy like a Steven Zimmerman Jr., that's a lot of options. That's a lot of bodies. Uh, you've got you've got everything. You've got length. You've got height. You've got a big body in Thorn that can rebound, put his butt into somebody, score on the block. Uh, Steven Zimmerman's a guy that can spread the floor. Labissier could spread the floor. You've got a shot blocker in Marcus Lee. It just gives you another option, Trevor, and that's why I think he's being so highly recruited, despite having just average numbers on a very average team is because he is a big guy. He is experienced. Uh, and again, you don't see a lot of big guys on the graduate transfer mark. Right now, if you're a team and you need to add a big body, there's about seven uncommitted players. And I'm about to make that six because Caleb Swanigan is going to commit here in about an hour. Uh, and he's probably going to go to California. So there's not really any options. So Thorne right now is kind of a... You know, a, not a diamond in the rough, but a better option than anything else really that's out there. He's it's the, better than going to get some unrecruited freshman that you hope can turn into a project. Mike Thorne isn't really a project. He's a guy that can contribute a little bit. To what level, that remains to be seen. I get that point. He's he's looking better by product of elimination. And did you hear that quote from, uh, what's his name, the Derby City Classic, the diamond in the rough? Quote from the Louisville commit. No, I did not. What's, what's I, I, the, you're talking about it's from his what's his name, so that kind of kind of hard to narrow it down to who you're talking about. The 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 shooter that Patino got that isn't really ranked. Uh, what is it? Uh, Ryan uh, McCahan, I think it's how it's pronounced. I, I I screw their names up until they're true freshmen. Okay, well, uh, McMain McMahon, McMahon, yeah, something like that. Whatever it is. He, he said, Patino always, uh, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, so I'm probably going to butcher it. But he said something about Patino can always, always finds diamonds in the rough and turns them into great players. I think I'm that next one. Is that him calling himself bad? No, but I, and I did see that headline that you're referring to. I just didn't read the article or the entire quote. No, I think that's more of him just saying that he's, he was overlooked. It doesn't mean that he's saying he sucks. I mean, Russ Smith was a dominant high school player but was overlooked and was considered one, kind of a diamond in the rough. I think you know Terrence Williams had a, a solid high school career but was a three-star, so it could be considered a diamond in the rough. Just because you, uh, you're a diamond in the rough doesn't mean you suck and be, suddenly became good. It just means maybe you just didn't get noticed, kind of like me in high school. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I guess you're right. That's just... I don't know. I guess I'd rather players be a bit more confident just 
saying to themselves, you know what, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna prove people wrong. I don't think Russ Smith ever lacked any confidence. Do you? No, but I also don't remember him calling himself a diamond in the rough. <laughs> no, that's well true. You know, he did not. So at least he's know. a diamond. It's better than being a you know coal in the rough. Is that's an actual term? It should be a, a good time at the Derby City Classic at Freedom Hall tomorrow. A is, lot of is this one of the first times there's nobody from UK at all in this, or is that just or am I just maybe not remembering? Maybe over since the Calipari days, the UK players have diminished because. They are already bringing in like the big McDonald's while American guys. Well, since the Calipari days, they haven't had a ton of of players in the Derby City Classic like they used to. Yeah, they've had a few. Dominic Hawkins was in it. Derek Willis was in it. Um, there's been some more. I think Jared Polson back in the day might have been in it, but I guess you know he was a walk on. Uh, but for Louisville, you've got uh, you've got. McMain, the guy we were talking about earlier, Donovan Mitchell will be in it, who I think is going to be really fun to watch. I think he'll be great. Uh, Ray Raymond Spalding also in it. Dang yep. Adele will be in it. And, and then, then IU's very, represented very well on the opposite side as well yep. with uh, Thomas Bryant, uh, Juwan Morgan, and we'll just call him the OG because I'll, I'll just screw up his last name. I know I will. Anonymy or something like that. Let's, let's, we're on the same. We'll take your word for it. I was kind of cool page. to see that the one team was coached by Todd Day, a former Arkansas standout from my childhood. Oh, well, good. Well, and Perry Stevenson, the assistant coach on that team, former Kentucky player, now Trinity assistant. Yeah, so they so, got, they got a nice little a, coaching staff over there for the white team. It is exciting. Uh, and Thomas Bryant's a player that I, I think he'll be the best player in this game. I think he's going to be incredibly fun to – Diamond Stone, most people would probably say, is the best player. But there's going to be some guys, several guys that are going to be NBA players playing in this Derby game, uh, which, which credit to the Derby City Classic Committee for putting together such, a, such an exciting game. Uh, but Thomas Bryant's going to be one to watch. I think he's going to be unbelievable for Indiana. Uh, and I think he could have went to Kentucky. I think he wanted to go to UK. UK didn't show the interest, but – Again, John Calipari doesn't need to call me for for recruiting advice. I want to see how Wisconsin's Ray Spalding does. Wisconsin's a little bitter that game. he turned them down. Who's that? Wisconsin's pretty bitter that Diamond Stone turned them down. I think. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Diamond Stone's recruitment was strange. And, and let me just say this: uh, all throughout the process, he wanted to play with Malik Newman. He had a list of schools. It was a unique list, but it was Connecticut, Wisconsin. I think Marquette was on there for a little bit. Uh, he added. I think Oklahoma State made the cut. I'm not even sure if Maryland made his initial cuts. Maybe they did. Maybe I missed it. Uh, he never really was that high on Kentucky, and Kentucky was never really high on him for whatever reason. So, Trevor, let me tell you this, though. He played, and again, also know that he's, you know, I, I don't know what he's ranked uh, on rivals. I think he's a top 10 player. I'll get that up right now. But uh, he played a... All year, as he's number six in the country. And then he ends up going to Maryland. But guess where he played AAU basketball? Oh, I, I couldn't even make a near guess on this one. Where's that? Well, I don't I don't really want the team because I don't even know the team name. But he played in the Under Armour AAU circuit. And the Under Armour AAU circuit is not a very popular AAU circuit as of right now. It's growing. It's getting better. But is it, it's not is it just because they're new, they're newer than the Nike and Adidas. Is that why it's not yeah. as big? Okay. Yes, it's newer and it just doesn't really have the same sexiness about them. Uh, Nike is easily the best. Adidas is okay. You get a lot of good players in Adidas, especially this past season. 
Next, uh, Under Armour, really, you don't, have a, you don't have a lot of great talent right now. But Diamond Stone was in it. And then he, then he committed to the on, only Under Armour school on his list. Does that not jump out at you at all? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> if, if you're asking me, does it kind of scream a little Antonio Blakeney? Uh, slightly, yes. Especially since I know it was weird because when I first heard of Diamond Stone, I thought it was almost sure he was going to go to Wisconsin. He's from that area. I know he was battling along with the uh, what's the other big guy from Wisconsin that went going to Marquette, uh, Henry Ellison, is that his name? Henry Ellison, who I like a lot, yeah, uh, he's and they really were, fun to watch. They were talking about him, the article I first read about him a few months ago. It said they were going to stay in that area, and it was a big, cute, big, you know, grab for them. And then out of nowhere, when I look him up, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was like, Maryland, where the hell did Maryland come from? Now I know, and that and that's uh, that's the kind of shadiness that is the AAU circuit, is it not? You're more familiar with it than I am. I mean, there's definitely some 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 shadiness to it. I guess worst case scenario could be a situation where, uh, you know, maybe he just likes Under Armour and wants to continue Under Armour throughout his career. Uh, well, is it Maryland to Under Armour what uh, Oregon is to Nike? Oregon, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the Under Armour headquarters is in Baltimore, and they've kind of made Maryland their baby. So they, they're decked out and all that good stuff. Uh, well, you know, it's interesting. Something to keep an eye on. Uh, Kentucky, if you're wondering, an AAU does matter. Malik Newman was Nike. Uh, Steven Zimmerman, Nike. He was an Adidas transfer into Nike. Uh, let's see. Who else are they going after? Check Diallo. I, I love how he transferred from one shoe company to the other as a high schooler. <laughs> Well, he, he, he moved AAU circuits. He was Adidas, and then he, he switched to a Nike one. Uh, Jalen Brown is Adidas. Brandon Ingram was Adidas. Thon Maker is Adidas. Uh, Caleb Swanigan, again, who's not going to Kentucky, and we'll announce here in about 30 minutes, he was Nike. Check Diallo, Nike. Malik Newman, Nike. So, uh, and, you know, if history tells us anything, it's a lot of people will stay with their shoe affiliations. There have been some crossovers, obviously. Uh, but there's a lot, you know. There's a lot of Adidas schools on a lot of the Adidas guys' lists, and there's a lot of Nike schools on the Nikes guys' list. Well, Kentucky's been the product of of, of crossovers. John Wall wasn't a Nike guy, I believe, right? You know, I don't. He he played on a. I don't really know what AU team he played on. Um, but they they. You know what? I don't know if they have gotten a lot of crossover guys. I was actually I actually looked this up for a story. I think maybe last November where I looked up to see how many Adidas guys they've gotten, and they have not gotten any major Adidas guys. Now, they've gotten some smaller guys that didn't really play high-level AAU basketball. I think Poitras might have been one of them that, that played just kind of on a local team that went to national tournaments, not, not the Nike tournaments, the Adidas tournaments or Under Armour tournaments. They've gotten some guys like that, but I don't think they've gotten any big name Adidas players, and I think I looked that up, and that 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 was true. So that's interesting. Maybe was it uh, Wall? Maybe signed with Adidas after UK? Is I'm thinking of he, more. So he did, he did do that. Uh, that's for sure. And but I don't know if he was in Nike for his AU days as a as a kid. I think he might have not been on a on a big high level team that was sponsored uh, by one of those. Anyways, we're running out of time. Short show. As you all know, uh, can't wait to watch some Game of Thrones. It's going to be. It's going to be a, a, just a beautiful Sunday. Hope everybody has a good weekend. You can spoil that for me because I won't watch it. Yates did text me during the show. says, uh, your time has passed. If he doesn't spoil House of Cards on Monday for you, I will. Good. Good. And, and I think People are we so have, pushy. 
<laughs> I think when we had this debate, me and you were the ones pushing Yates to hurry up, and then here you are lagging behind. This is one of those time short-term memories of benefit in my case. Oh, I don't geez. remember that. I do. I remember talking about it, and then you even talked about it on your show afterwards, and you and Yates really got into it. One of the few times I listened to your show. Uh, only kidding. You did a great job, Trevor. So we're out of time. Enjoy your weekend. I'm hoping that Spaeth makes Jordan Spaeth makes things interesting on Sunday. I'm not so sure that he will because it's a huge lead. Uh, we'll talk about that on Monday. Plenty more. There's going to be a lot of recruiting news. I can promise you that. We'll see you on Monday. Enjoy your weekend here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. Blue and peep how the Mid-South do. Come on. It's okay. I've been with your boys to the river and we're taking the back way. We don't mind who you are. Just ride to the rhythm. Have a sip and